I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate that line of thinking of, mm. oh, just got a knock on the door. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, Arlo pooped and needs someone to wipe his butt. Wow. We used to be kids. Now we're not. Something happened in between. This is the Broken Youth Club. This one might be uh, an episode asterisk because the whole point of uh, today recording early was we just kind of need to to do it because I need to personally, I, I feel like even now I'm stumbling over what I'm trying to get to. So I feel like everything I've set up to this point, I'm going to cut out. So you I'm shouldn't. My, I'm going to, but I'm going to work my way back around. Um, or maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe this. You is- shouldn't. I think you just leave it in. I think sometimes I literally it's can't like think. And an example of that is two nights ago we were watching Harry Potter, and I and I had the thought of like, man, this the sound isn't. It's like subpar tonight. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not hearing what I. And you know me. I'm a sound guy. I'm an you are. Guy. And, and, and we just set this up down here. Yeah, we just, just bought like sound system, yeah. which we haven't had for years and it, it's a basic one it was like a just a sound bar out of the box from best buy nothing too crazy right but still something than more than your tv but i was i was sitting there and i thought about it and i went the entire fucking movie and i didn't even realize until last, last night. night that we completely had the sound system off yeah you forgot to turn it on and like that's how out of my head <laughs> i've been feeling the last yeah. like few weeks yeah. uh to a few months like it's just like been a progressive wind up yeah and um yeah i i truly i have to apologize i don't know how good i'm gonna be on yeah this one because i feel i said this week i feel like if i don't take time to clean the lint and shit out of my duct work i'm my furnace is gonna blow up yeah and i am yeah, just being honest, I'm not in a good spot. Right yeah. Now. Just like with everything. Um, just the yeah, the weight, I think, of everything right now. Yeah. And it's getting harder to there's a, yeah, it's so many different factors, but they're all starting to weigh rather equally. And I have to figure out what to do about that. Because, yeah. you know, we've talked about <clears throat> My mental breakdown, like the big one I had in Indiana, we talk about, you know, panic attacks coming on. And on the last episode, I said, I luckily, I feel like I haven't had one in a while, but like, to be honest, I have been pushing them off more Mm -hmm. and the effort of staying on track is getting increasingly cumbersome. And I feel like as a person who has always lived like creatively, I feel like I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel in like every aspect of mm-hmm. my life. Even just thinking, create like just like just thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said last, I had no idea something was completely off. And it's like normally that's something that would stick out to me like a sore thumb. And it's like, what the hell are we doing? Why wasn't this ter-? you know? I don't know. I just, I know I'm not thinking straight and I, I fear another big episode and I, I'm scared to put you guys through that again. I'm scared to go that through that again myself. Uh, but yeah, this trying to be optimistic about this winter, you know, I'm not drinking and, uh, We'll get our snow, you know, all, Christmas movies, all the things that we normally like to look forward to. I'm going to continue to try to look forward to that shit, but I'm feeling that weight of the world right now. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how I haven't like stopped. I get all sorry. Um, I feel like I've been on this train for so long. And I know I'm only 32, but like to 
again to keep into perspective i've had a go 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 mentality since you know my dad bought his business when i was eight years old you know and there's been seasons of like yeah i work at my dad's a little bit and then i you know go to school and whatnot but then middle school hits and i'm trying to basically start a business out of my backpack at school and like make shirts for people and try to grind and hustle and then and then college gets here and i have to think like i gotta do something for my life and i have to do something big so that so it was business school and then it was starting the business that we have in school and it was grinding through that and then it's getting what we wanted we had our house we had we're right next to Ollie's school and we were next to family we were running out of halloween candy on main street like it was i we did it and i feel like i did that for me for you for the kids and it kills me that i feel like i did it and now i feel like i'm not doing it anymore and moving out here still on the train and, and i just i truly feel like i'm a husk as far as like what i have to like give in this moment i feel like i've always been the person to just do and give and uh do my best and Sometimes the world just doesn't care about that, I guess. I don't know. And uh, I'm fucking, I'm just tired. I was mentioning today on our little, you know, uh, monthly hangout that we have with the Honors Club. That I truly just feel like I'm in that state where I need to just go. I need to go to like the mountains somewhere. <sighs> and just like take a vow of silence for a year <laughs> or mm. something and uh, hey I feel like I'm I just feel like I yearn for a world that doesn't even exist and that is depressing for me and I don't know yeah sorry I'm just coping with a lot this winter and I try to put out a positive um I don't know, ethos and attitude and so that everybody at least when they look at either, you know something I'm doing something I'm saying whatever it is there's it always comes in the package of wholesomeness or um integrity like people like people can look at what I have to put out and understand that is solid and I'm just to a I feel like I'm to a point personally where I don't even know what that is for me. And, um, I'm just, I'm just tired, man. And, um, how long can you keep your foot on the gas of a car that you're not putting gas into? Or you're not changing the oil. Mm -hmm. How far can I really go? And, I'm figuring that out. So, yeah, I don't I don't want to be uh hey buddy, like we're all locking it down, going through mm -hmm. some stuff and but we're all good. Happy smiles. And I think this episode I don't know if we're going to get to an hour. I don't know what else. I feel like I need to nap. I feel like I need uh to just sit on the edge of the cliffs in Scotland overlooking the water. I just rescue me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really hard um we talked about this a little bit uh at the hangout too but you um i feel like you come from the, a place where you feel like you have to like prove something you have to like amount to so much to be like a worthy person or to have value and when we had Oliver and it became a thing where all of the financial 
responsibility fell on you because we decided I was going to stay home and that's what made sense. And um, I think that we we knew that was going to be heavy, um, but we also just kind of hoped that I that it would work. Right. Um, and that I could be supportive when I needed to be supportive uh, as far as like a worker for you. I mean, there were so many times when Ollie was a baby that I would strap strap them on my chest and come in and print t-shirts with you because I didn't want you to be alone I mean but you have had to grind so hard for so long and then it felt like when we made the move to come out here it felt like that was the like we did it right like we had built this business we made this connection with somebody we had proved ourselves we move out here and then it was going to be easier it was going to be like okay now you're like on someone's payroll and you're like making money uh, and we don't have to question if you're going to have enough to pay the bills and all of that. Um, But I think that that comes with challenges too uh, that we hadn't experienced because you hadn't ever worked for anybody outside of your dad. Um, And I think again, that kind of like financial weight on top of living out here and not having family, um, so you just you talked about like the isolation factor and mm. and working in an office where it's a small amount of people it's like whenever we want to take vacations or anything um which we typically don't do very often uh there's a lot of prep that has to go into it and then typically even while we're on the trip there's still things that you need to be checking in on or things you need to be doing yeah. and so i mean you haven't had like um like a hard even just like a hard week off where you didn't have to worry about anything at all since literally college, since it way back in a time when we weren't financially dependent on you and we didn't have kids to feed or houses to pay for. We had rent and, and you could just like work for your dad and we knew you were fine. Like, but when we had the business, anybody that's a business owner knows there is no fucking time off ever. You're always worried. You're always thinking about it. You're always needing to be available for client calls or whatever. Um, And then working with a small staff, you're kind of also like there's just like a lot of responsibility on you. So there's a lot of people. There's there. I mean, it's a small staff, so there's not a lot of people relying on you, but there's a lot of people that are consuming the thing you work for that are relying on you to show up. And I think that. For me, I like, I think you so desperately need like a hard week or two off where you genuinely like you can just do the things you love that you do right now in such small increments because you don't have a lot of available time. But if you could have a hard two weeks to like play the drums when you want to or paint, like you just set up the the spot upstairs for you to paint so that you can paint and still be in the room with us because you don't get to have a lot of time with us and we were talking in the hangout about how like right now the way that your your work schedule lines up by the time you get home uh you have like maybe an hour and a half before ollie goes to bed um and it's dark you know so it's also like the amount of things we can even do is pretty slim and in that hour and a half we have to like make dinner and eat dinner and do the pre-bedtime routine stuff so it's like I think that, I mean, what you've communicated to me is just this feeling of like, you're not able to be present in the small amount of time that you have with us. Yeah. Um, And that's just getting harder and harder to, you know, look forward to the weekend for, um, Mm -hmm. because that's not enough time. The weekends fly, right? It's never always. And sometimes depending on what our mindset is, it's like you get home on Friday and it feels like we're almost like okay well we only have two days so what can we do and then you're thinking about monday before you even get started with the mm-hmm. weekend so the decompression period almost butts up to the prep period right yeah 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 and i do think that like <clears throat> you know we typically record this podcast on saturdays on the weekend because uh during the week you're just fried when you get home so there's no real like headspace we've tr- we tried to do it a couple of times even on a friday and it was like you're you're yeah, so to, tapped out i try yeah saturdays we record and then usually it's usually late at night and then 11 midnight i'll edit it excuse me then so so that way it's like 
you know, bouncing the file while we're sleeping. And then on Sunday, you, yeah, that's when I can you know, get it uploading to YouTube, make a couple social clips for the week and yeah. try to like preload my stuff as much as I can. Yeah. But then now I have to do all that like after this today because well, yeah, yesterday like... I just I thought about it real hard. Yeah. And I was like, I need to give myself the grace to like. I knew I wouldn't be in a headspace to talk to today, yeah. but I definitely just wasn't yesterday. Yeah. And I, w I elected to, which thankfully you were on board for, to just go get some movie snacks. And um, we watched a couple, few things actually. Yeah, we watched, um, we watched a movie and then you watched something. You watched a documentary while I took a shower. Yeah, we watched, uh, it was Annabelle Creation. Yeah. Because we're trying to watch the that whole universe like in chronological order. Yeah, which we just like literally keep fucking I up. I think you messed we've, that up. We've and then watched, Ollie messed it up. We've watched like four of the movies and they're all out of order. <laughs> but you know, yeah. We'll, we'll and get then there. I watched that Love Has Won. Um, no, no. When you went up to shower and I watched that new Harry Potter uh, Harry Potter documentary about Daniel Radcliffe's stuntman. Yeah. Which is called the A Boy Who Lived or The Boy Who Lives, David Holmes or I think it's his name, right? I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, uh, heart wrenching, incredibly sad, but I remember when it happened. But also, like it was kind of hush hush, like it mm -hmm. wasn't a huge thing. But yeah, look into it. Uh, Harry Potter's stuntman for all seven films basically got hurt at the end and. Yeah, I don't want to give it away, but yeah, he uh it's the his journey of dealing with that. Yeah. Essentially. And it and it, and it has it's on been, HBO. Yeah. Uh but yes, yeah, so we watched that. You watched that while I took a shower and blow dried my hair and pretended to not be a mom for a few uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um I started watching Vanderpump Rules, which isn't something I'm like proud of, but it's I just literally like, looked at I it was on the keep yeah. watching list and I was like there's no way <laughs> yeah it's like the hills it's like yeah. those silly la reality tv shows whatever um but anyway i just like it for background stuff okay leave me alone but um i watched some of that while you finished the documentary and then and then yeah we watched that one episode of uh love has won mm -hmm. which is like crazy that was that shit was wild and then um and then I think you fell asleep while I was watching the Twin Flame one. Yeah, yeah. Which I also thought was really wild. And I was nervous to watch that because I thought, like, is this going to piss me off? Like, yeah. because it feels like these people made millions and millions and millions of dollars by, like, being kind of gross and manipulative. Yeah. And, like, you didn't get as far as I did, but some of the shit that happens in that second episode yeah not it i don't <laughs> love it i don't love it yeah. um i'm curious to see if the series gets into like more of the relationship between the people that started it oh. um because i don't know there's just something mm, ugh, i don't like it i know i don't like it and it, i think that too sometimes and this might be just like gross or weird of me or whatever but I look at you and I and I'm like, we've been together a long time and we've gone through like a lot of shit, a lot of shit. And you and I both still can kind of openly say like, hey, love you. Happy I'm with you. Happy you're with me. But like, I think if you wouldn't have chosen me and I wouldn't have chosen you, we would have found other people to be happy with, too. Yeah, I don't I don't I think we've talked about this before. I don't think either one of us subscribe to the traditional sense of a soulmate necessarily is yeah, like, like your true one I'm and only, only twin flame for one person in, in the billions of people. No, I think I'm very much on the team of there are a whole array of factors and you want to try to find someone where a lot of those line up. Yeah. Not all of them. Yeah. But if you can find that and then you find this threshold of how much you're willing to put into a relationship with someone, yeah. regardless of who that is. Right. And as long as you both are agreeing to the same terms, hopefully that is a foundation for a healthy relationship. Because, yeah, yeah they're like you and I, there's, there's things we don't line up. I don't even know if there's a person on earth where if everything lined up with me, technically, yeah. they love Toto. They love music and audio engineering and the stuff I like. You can't tell me that would be 
100% grounds for a perfect relationship. I feel like I just said that to you in the car the other day because you started spouting off some fact about some guitarist or something. Oh, I was talking about Eddie Van Halen and like the his whole uh, series of like Frankensteining his guitar together yeah. and how he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna, you're, you oh, brought God. it up. So now oh, I have God. to say it okay. about yep. how Eddie Van Halen was like a tinkerer. And so he would do these mad science experiments, like literally picking out his uh, pickups and his guitar, dipping them in boiling wax water on his stove in his kitchen, doing things that other guitar makers like Fender and that uh, they didn't even know how to solve solutions. So it was just a, an appreciation for not only is this dude arguably the greatest, most technically proficient guitarist in the world to date. I mean, Steve Lukather, Toto, sorry. Mm, mm, uh, mm. But he's also like, also one of the top uh, industry, uh, what was the word? Like uh, he pushed pushing boundaries in what was possible with uh, guitar making, guitar sounds and the stuff he did in his lip, uh, you know, house mm -hmm. is stuff that guitar makers have adopted and now still do today to make, to get good classic signature sounds. So yeah. anyway, that was essentially so what brought, I was doing to you. So you brought that up, <laughs> and I listened. I listened to you in the car, yeah. um, and I, I didn't know. act like an ass because I'm not sure. Just like you just now did, <laughs> and I forced everyone else to. <laughs> but I had the thought, and I said it out loud to you after. I was like, I wonder if you would have been happier with someone that really wants to talk to you about this stuff mm -hmm. because I think there are some things that you are genuinely really passionate about. That are either just like over my head, like when you talk about the dimensions or mm. uh, outer space or things like that, um, or or okay, well those things are like above my head, right? Mm. Like it's just I don't I can't even put brain power to that. Like I don't know what you're saying. I genuinely cannot for the life of me figure out how like a fucking cell phone works. Like I don't need, I don't I'm just not the person to talk to about okay. it. Yeah. Um. And then whenever you want to talk about music, it's like, it's just not a thing I'm like passionate about, right? Like it's, it's just not. Sure. Uh, and so sometimes I wonder like if you would have been happier, if you would have found somebody that had at least even just some of these similarities mm. to you. Cause I feel like I could almost list off more things that you're interested in that I'm not than I could things that we mutually love. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel bad well, because I, I know you want to talk to somebody about it. And I think where talked. I got lucky, though, is I think the pillar, uh, like the keystones of what we both enjoy and like our philosophies on things. I think it's literally like 95 percent of the like how we want to raise our kids, the language that we uh, use. A lot of the, like the, the content we consume, like movies and stuff like that. A lot of that does overlap. But I don't know. I don't. I understand what you're saying mm -hmm. and I can appreciate that line of thinking of, mm. oh, just got a knock on the door. Ye yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, Arlo pooped and made someone to wipe his butt. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we're back, and uh, my dumbass turned the. We've literally been sitting here talking into mics that weren't uh, receiving anything. So yeah, we're we got try to touch base on a couple of these things. Again, yeah. I think. Yeah. So we got interrupted because um, Arlo needed somebody to help him in the bathroom, uh, which I'm just ready to be out of that <laughs> phase of our life. Yeah. But we've still got one more in diapers that we'll have to get through the bathroom stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about you. Um, being with somebody that had more in common with you, like more of your common interests, because I don't feel like I necessarily uh, have a lot of them with you. Yeah. And I had said, <laughs> it's going to feel weird because we just talked about this, but it was also <laughs> important stuff. Um, yeah. No, I think it's, it's important sometimes to just have someone who will listen to you and not necessarily have to give you anything back. Yeah. Um, just a passive listener. Now, don't completely blank out. That I think could be rude, of course. But I yeah, well, I think that yeah. I mean, I 
can be a lot of things, but I'm not a jerk. I'm not somebody that will just like yeah. obviously blatantly just be like, oh my God, hurry up, you yeah. know, but, um, but yeah, I do feel bad whenever it feels like you just need somebody to kind of like nerd out with you for a minute. And I just like have nothing to contribute to that yeah. conversation. Um, but then other times when I think you probably need to just be able to like vent to me, uh, I like can't yeah. keep my mouth shut. Um, and I know that some people are really great about uh, doing that. And my sister is really good at doing that where it's like, hey, do you need me to have a conversation with you about it? Um, or do you just need me to sit here and listen? Or do you need me to talk you off the ledge? You know, what do you what do you need from me before we get rolling? Yeah. And I'll let her know. And then she is really good about following that. Um, my friend Sarah will call me sometimes and I know she's like probably realistically just needing somebody to either talk her off the ledge or just listen and i instead go to a place of like being really defensive because i love her and i don't want anybody to be mean to her or make her feel any type of way um and i just think i'm like really good at remembering <clears throat> the things that people do to my friends or my family or people that i really love um it's so funny. I'm the opposite. So you are. And it's I like. I will forget like within six months. Yeah. If someone like. Which truly, can be like a little infuriating yeah. to me because I'm like. No, but I'm still. a trauma response. I'm like, still mad at that. And why aren't you mad at that anymore? I can't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember. I fucking I, wish I didn't remember it. This shit's still haunting me. But yeah, I. You said you mentioned Sarah and I remembered giving her the compliment. So I have to give her the compliment. Yes, yeah, do it again. About how the other day I mentioned to you that I needed. I felt like I needed Sarah's like uh, calming energy yeah. that she always has because growing up she was, she's the type of person who will come over, bake cookies and stay up with you and watch movies and just make every moment about feeling better and good. Like yeah. put, pushing off in, in a sense, like the it's escapism just like, you know, okay, the real world will be there tomorrow. Right. And, and we can take tonight to just be humans together. And yeah. I do appreciate that about Sarah. There are so many times where I wish that she was closer or that I was closer to her whenever yeah. I can tell that both of us just need the other to come over. And yeah, literally like, dude, let's make some like puppy chow and then just like sit and gab. But like not about the stuff that's really bothering you unless you want to talk about that. Um, and I think sometimes that's where like you and I uh, will also have different styles of like comfort um, and they don't always mesh. And I feel bad yeah. uh, because like for you, when you're feeling really overwhelmed, it's like you want to like put on a movie. That's like a comfort thing for you is to like get comfy, cozy. Let's watch a movie together. Because that's what I did. You know, we talked. I think we talked about it before. It's like putting on like School of Rock or Harry Potter when I went to sleep is because that is a consistent thing that my brain can go. I know exactly what's going to happen in this scene. Yeah. I know There's. it's all predictable yeah. and it feels good to go to sleep this way. And I think, yeah, in the, at the end of the day, it's literally you ask me. 99 times out of 100 do you want to watch a movie tonight i'm going to say absolutely <laughs> right and i think for me my style of comfort when i'm feeling really overwhelmed or really anxious is to like do things to take my mind off yeah. of it so when you want to lay down and watch a movie if i'm feeling anxious i'm just gonna i'm gonna lay there with you because i want to be comfort to yeah. you but I'm just like thinking in my head the whole time, you know, I'm not even paying attention to this movie. And then sometimes I'll get my phone out and you're like, why do you have your phone out? For me, it's literally I'm trying to stop thinking about what I'm thinking and the movie's not doing it for me. To be fair on that note, many times often, too, I'm also not paying attention to the movie because I can't. And yeah. it would probably be better for me to just do something to get my mind off of it. Yeah. But I feel like I've just been trained to feel like. But at least this, it's this. Yeah. And like, this is comfort. Like, I just, I can't deviate because uh, the repetition of doing this is the comfort enough. I don't know. Yeah. But like, for me, I, I really like to do things and do things that are like just silly, mindless, or like, okay, either silly, mindless on the aspect of like the diamond art stuff that for me, it's mm -hmm. like, I can truly, I can 
put on fucking Vanderpump rules <laughs> and I can <laughs> and I can do this and I'm listening to that and I'm just it's so much like hand-eye coordination that it just takes everything else off of my brain. Yeah. Or like I love when my sister comes to visit and her and I will stay up late playing Rummy Cube over yeah. and over again. I don't like it's not like I fucking love Rummy Cube that much. Yeah. But it's a game that could, like takes enough brain power and it's slow paced, but it's not too slow paced. Like sometimes Scrabble, I'm like, if you don't got a word, then move on, you know? But it's like, it's just a thing that um, could take my mind off of it. And with Sarah, she's someone that is great to come over and just like, yeah, dude, let's like make something yummy and then just like sit and chat. And it's just like, or Sarah's like a total crafty little thing, you know, like can sit and craft something or we can paint or we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. At this point, we have like, you know, 20 years plus of friendship that we can recall back on. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how old I am. I when I was 34, 39, 10, 40? shut up. 67 we've been friends for almost (laughs) 25 years that's crazy um yeah but yeah i just i don't know um and i think that that's one of those things i really miss sometimes when i think about if i could live anywhere like truly 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 if i could live anywhere and Mm. have any one of my people really close yeah as much as i love my sister oh (laughs) i think i would choose yeah to live really close to Sarah because she is so like down all the time. And my sister is like somebody that, you know, if she has to get up to go to work, she'll like want to go to bed at a normal time. Sarah will stay up until two hours before she got to be there. You know what I mean? Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. I don't, there are so, so many, many times, times. <laughs> <laughs> where we have hung out and because she had the coffee shop. Yeah. And she would have to go in and uh, open it up like really early. Yeah. And it's like, hey, it's five o'clock when you got to be there again. She's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, doors open at 6 30. I'm like, yeah. bitch, when? <laughs> like, <Okay>. t- now? <laughs> like, yeah. um, but she's just one of those people that like, she is just really good at just being really comforting. And I hope that like she feels like I'm reciprocating in that. Um, but I know that she has a kid um, that we all love and has been part of our family for a long time. Uh, but it's like a di- it's different when you have littles. Right. And her kiddo is uh, three months older than our oldest. So she hasn't had to deal with like the the chaos of little bitties. So I know I'm not. Uh, I'm not there for her as much as I would like to be. I think that she um, definitely shows up for me more than I can sometimes, but hope she knows like how, uh, how much I do appreciate and like desperately need that energy from her sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it made me really uh, feel some type of way when you said it the other night. Cause I was yeah. like, Oh, that would make her feel so good to hear you say that, but also like fucking same, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like nice if, if you could bottle it and, like if she didn't share custody with her kid, I would legitimately be like, "Girl, just come like move into the house with us. Like we'll f- we'll figure it out. We'll make it work, okay?" Because like, she is just like a yeah solid person around. Um, but yeah, so um, I think before we close out, it's going to be a short episode. We're just we're just both kind of fucking yeah feeling it. We we asked. I do remember we were asking him. Well, we had we did we mention the Christmas tree. Oh, no. So um, this will be like the last episode with the fall decor. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll take the time during uh, the little Thanksgiving break to redo the set for um, Christmas. We got our first little dusting of snow this morning. So that has definitely kicked it into gear for us that it is Christmas time, baby. So um, we'll do all of that. We'll put the tree up, but it will be it will stay empty. We did receive our first handful of ornaments mm-hmm. in the PO box the other day, which was super exciting. I'm like, I want to open it so bad, but I, I know that we said yeah, we no, just no, no, wouldn't not. until we did it on the live. So that'll be uh, December 3rd. Um, so when this episode comes out, um, if you haven't uh, started making something, if you wanted to make something, if you wanted to send something in, I would just try to get those in you know, by the end of the month, uh, so they can get here by the third when we do that live. Mm 
Um, my hope is that that will just be a really chill experience. We'll just have some Christmas music going and we'll make some hot chocolate for us. Yep. And we'll encourage everybody else that's uh, tuning in to also be doing those things if they would like. Yeah, do um, one with us or just watch or whatever. Yeah. Uh, P.O. Box is... P.O. Box 115, mm-hmm. Spokane Valley, Washington, 99037. Cool. Um, and then, yeah, there's a part of me that's like... Dude, I know this. I know that like we are going through it right now. You are going through it right now. But there is a part of me that is just so ready for like the I just look at Christmas time as such like a warm space. And we've been like doing things this year that we haven't done in the past where um, we bought some of the like twinkling rainbow lights and we are. Like hanging those up in a similar way that they were hung up at our houses when we were young, uh, where they're just like strung over the the door frames, or I'm gonna tack them up under the counter. Like, yeah, we had mentioned in our uh, monthly hang that for a long time you and I leaned into the uh, sophisticated Christmas. It's like sophisticated in the way of like we the didn't, knitted balls and like yeah. everything had its place and was like almost like you would see it in a magazine and yeah we had like a color scheme and stuff but now we really just kind of want to lean back into like no dude this is fun and it's supposed to be a little chaotic and I want yeah. the kids to make a bunch of ornaments for us this year and yeah. I just Ollie and I spent um, the movie night um, a couple nights ago making like a giant paper chain and we're going to mm-hmm. figure out where that can go around the house like I just want I want people to walk in and it look like kids decorated our place because yeah. they did because to, yeah, to be honest it's like someone who is uh, very particular about the way things look you know branding and yada yada yeah for a long time it's like when I had my own Christmas tree for the first time it's like I'm going every single ornament every ball every hangy thing is going to have is its exact place yeah do not touch it yeah and i very much like in those first years was like i would get actually upset yeah when the kids would like pull the bottom third off the tree and it's like i can't do that yeah i really can't do that that's the whole like i have to put myself in a kid's frame of mind to know that like that's fun that's what you do with those yeah um yeah and so i think yeah like we're all we're for at least the next year we're going to have uh, maybe next year Simon won't but uh maybe he'll be out of that phase of like grabbing shit off the tree but still like or like when the kids decorate it how it's like really bottom heavy yeah there's a part of me that's like maybe I do want that mm-hmm. because I forget what I was having a conversation with the other day where it was like you know oh maybe we were having it here <laughs> Where we're talking about the just messes in general with kids and um yeah, for a long time it's like it's so infuriating when you're stepping over crumbs or Legos or whatever. But when you when they're sleeping and they're sweet and you have those moments of silence and clarity, <clears throat> at least I have these moments of <clears throat> excuse me. One day there won't be Legos here. There won't be crumbs. Yeah. The tree will be the way I left it. And there will be a part of me that will want someone to come fuck this up for me. Mm-hmm. Or at least can you can bring grandkids over so they can fuck it up for, you know? I, no, we'll be calling our kids when they're in their 20s and just say, hey, just come over and fuck it up for a minute. Okay. I, yeah. No, we'll, we'll pull your old toy bins out from the basement <laughs> and yeah. just throw them all over the house for us real quick. Yeah. I, I've, I feel like I'm reaching a point in my life which is arguably at a near third point if I'm lucky uh, the, the experiences I get to have with you and the kids and the people I love it they become increasingly more important to me and I, I'm trying my best in my day to day life and uh, you know the chapters of like this winter and then next spring trying to look at these segments of my life to really focus on the tiny things mm-hmm. and give those more appreciation and I'm, I suck at it sometimes I'm fa- you know but it's like I am reaching a, a point where I am thinking about that stuff way more often yeah 
Yeah. <clears throat> Oliver. I mean, Oliver's nine, so we don't know how many. Almost 10. <clears throat> almost 10. 10 in January. Uh, we don't know how many more years we're going to have of Oliver even like wanting to do these things with us. Um, but like Ollie mentioned the other day that they felt like we we did do a lot of the like a lot of our family time revolves around like picking a movie and getting good snacks and doing that. But like Oliver also would maybe like to do more crafts with us or do something else. I mean, we've we've strayed away from playing board games because the littles just kind of like ruin it, which yeah. sucks um, because we do have a lot of board games and really do genuinely yeah. love board games. But we could do plenty of crafts. You know, there's plenty of things that we could do um, that I think we just didn't realize uh, that Ollie wanted to do them that bad with us. Which, you know, I could mom guilt myself into the fucking ground with that. Like, why wouldn't I have thought that Ollie would want to do that with us? Or like, why didn't I ask Oliver? Why didn't I lead the, the hunt on that? But we heard Oliver say it and we have a bunch of crafts. So, um, I think even like, it's so funny, a side note, um, when we bought this house in March, uh, it has a double oven that is like built into the, you know, it's like one of the, the wall ovens, uh, it's an old whirlpool and it's a whirlpool from like it original to the house, like seventies. And the guy told us when we moved in, like, Hey, this doesn't work. Um, when, I had somebody come out and look at it. They said it would be more expensive to fix it than to just replace it. But I don't care. I just use a toaster oven. So I'm like, cool. Um, So we've been using toaster ovens for like six months because I did not want (laughs) to have to like we we put everything that we had into buying the house. Right. We didn't have the money to go fucking buy a whole nother. And it's like smaller. So we can't just go get one from the store. We'd have to order it because it's a smaller double oven, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I finally was like, I'm just going to see what it costs. I make the call. It takes three weeks to even get somebody to come out because mm-hmm. it can't just be a normal person. It's got to be somebody that also knows how to work with these older units. This guy comes out, fixes both of them only charges me $218 to do it. Um, So shame on me. Uh, If anybody else is putting off some shit like that, maybe just make the call because maybe it won't be that bad. Mm -hmm. But I say all of that to bring it back around to the crafts because I bought shrinky dinks forever ago. Mm. And I have not done a shrinky dink since I was with my good friend, Sarah. Um, So in the spirit of her and the spirit of our oven working and in the spirit of Oliver wanting to do crafts with us, I think we should make some shrinky dinks for uh, the Christmas tree. Okay. So I know it's a shorter episode, um, but before we get out of here, the last thing we, before I so idiotically turned everything (laughs) on, we were, I was talking about some comfort shows because that's what I'm going to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I texted you uh, today. It was today. It was today. (laughs) I almost said yesterday. Yeah. It felt more recent than that. (laughs) Yeah. Where I was watching like just a reel on TV, like a promo for, was it Paramount or something like that? Yeah. Um, And Survivor was one of the clips. Yep. And, And it was like, as soon as I saw that, I just had this flood of like, that's it. I'm going to text Kate right now. And I was like, yep. I think I know what I need. I need to go into a survivor hall with you. Yep. Just like we used to. Let me get those buffs, baby. I'm so ready. I'm so, I love survivor. Uh, it's a show. I have watched every season numerous times at this point. It's like the, it is the comfort show for me, probably Yeah. Uh, that and the challenge. I will rewatch challenge seasons over and over and over again. I don't fucking care. Um, I also like annually, We'll watch Jersey Shore, um, which you have no interest in. But there is something about it for me. I don't need you to. That's fine. You watch it back and you're actually like, oh, my God, I can't believe that people could like say this shit about women. Um, And it was like a funny ha ha at the time. Uh, But there's something about it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. They're a bunch of like drunken fools. Okay. It's fine. But there is something about it where I watch it and I'm like, look at these fucking early 20 somethings and this was literally their life and like yeah. how carefree for them to like oh, the only drama you have is carefree. like who who's sleeping with who like oh, i fucking gosh. love to watch it okay yeah. i i do it puts me in this place of like 
oh, look at how silly this is versus all of the very real, scary, hard shit that we yeah. deal with. Or That's why you love Flavor Flay, Brett Michaels. Yeah, dude, I watched all of those dating shows, like Flavor of Love, yeah. Rock of Love. Yeah. Like, dude, I loved all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, family comfort shows that we watch a lot. Uh, Boy Meets World, we do. I feel like every year we start we restart boy meets world we don't always get all the way through it but um we definitely always start it we watch uh home improvement a lot um i did try to i literally just the other day i tried to watch uh frasier because i knew that they had done the reboot but like frasier was one of those things where it was like sometimes we watch it if it it hit right at dinner but it was more of like a dinner time show that the parents were good with same it was like my dad watched it so um i don't really know that i'll stick with that i'm pretty sure he named his dog after the dog on frasier eddie oh that's funny because he was also jack russell yeah um but and then yeah I, i mentioned briefly earlier that i I just started watching Vanderpump Rules and it's not a show I'm proud of to watch. Okay. It is. It's like the Hills uh, or any of those yeah. silly shows where you have everyone on the show is just like fucking rich and doesn't have, have has like silly problems to me, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Let me, let me know who is fucking whose boyfriend. I don't, you know, like it's just like a bullshit show to put on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's not taking mm-hmm. any real brain power for me. Yeah. So it's easy to have it on and I have never watched it. So I thought it would just be something different. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think about other like comfort shows for you. I feel like you get in like Hey Arnold kicks sometimes where it's like, I'll do Hey Arnold, but I'll like specifically office. like Saturday morning is when you would want to watch Hey Arnold. Oh, it's yeah, not a like show you want to watch like during the day mm-hmm. or at night or Doug or yeah, yeah. Just classic. Uh, I feel like a consistent show would be The Office or Parks mm-hmm. and Rec, like on repeat mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. Or South Park, but more probably the other two. Yeah. And then I, I did mention, because in the uh, one of the previous episodes where we talked about the commercials and like nostalgia TV, someone had mentioned for them it was yeah, Big Bang, which obviously isn't a deep cut or that. Nos- well, I guess at this point it could be pretty nostalgic. Yeah. But for me, I had... The period where it was like right after Gibson died, you had left for uh, northern Indiana. So I was like alone (laughs) (laughs) and I ripped, torrented some uh, seasons of Big Bang off of uh, wasn't Pirate Bay, but it was one of the other. Yeah. And I just remember folding my laptop on its side and like you know if you put it like at a 90 degree angle it'll sit on its side on the bed yeah so i can lay down and watch it at the proper angle but yeah there were so many days of school i completely bailed on yeah so that i could just stay in bed and watch big bang theory and not be well and be sad (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah don't I'm looking for shows that make you feel good, not necessarily. Not that the Big Bang Theory, yeah. okay? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. It's actually a really lovely it's, it's, show. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know. Chuck Lorre, great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what are what are some shows that have like a big catalog that we could be like this winter? We're yeah. doing all of the. Not necessarily that we will, but yeah, it's nice to know that. You can start something and rely on it being there for a good chunk of time. Yeah. Something like Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. But would you watch Supernatural? So not that, but something else. <laughs> yeah, always been getting something into long that. like that. Yeah, always like that show. So yeah. But yeah, I think uh we're just gonna have to wrap it up there. Yeah, this you is know, good. Just, this is longer than I thought we were gonna yeah. do, if I'm being honest. So. Yeah. We appreciate you hanging with us on this one. We if you knew the bullshit. that we started with like fucking we can't have our inners in because there's some echo going on and we can't get the computer to update and then we had to stop because my kid crapped and then we started back up and recorded for 20 minutes and then realized the audio wasn't recorded like man it's time to just go upstairs and make some (laughs) dinner and yeah enjoy what's left of sunday uh and then thankfully short work week uh and then 
I'm gonna check out for feast a few days. time, yeah. baby. So pig out and check out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, if you uh, would like to send in an ornament for the tree, again, we're gonna do that December third. Uh, PO Box one fifteen, Spokane Valley, Washington nine nine zero three seven. Uh, it can be something you've made, something you saw while you were out and thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate anything that y'all want to send in for that. Um, I'm so excited to open up the ones that we've gotten so oh, far. Yeah, me too. Um, if you have a story you'd like to submit, uh, you can do that at my life at brokenyouthclub.com. Uh, if you prefer to call rather than send in that email, we have the hotline that uh, will be uh, at the end of the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, um, you can do that. That's just Broken Youth Club um, on Facebook. Uh, everybody in there is so great. It's such a fun little community. Um, and then if you are interested in any bonus content or anything like that, um, we're going to record the bonus episode for this month, uh, next weekend. So, uh, you've got some time to sign up and get that, uh, if you would like, mm-hmm. but otherwise I think that's it. Yep. So happy. Have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we are going to be putting out a thing. We'll do it here too, I guess. Um, but we do think our next episode, we would like to do a lunch table talk on Thanksgiving specifically. Um, if you have any oh, like yeah. funny stories or family traditions or just like, of course, type shit, you know, like mm-hmm. my family, I, we got some stuff to talk about. Um, but if you have anything like that you want to write in about, um, we'll make a post in the Facebook group that you could comment on. Uh, you're always welcome to shoot us a message on Instagram. Um, we are bad about seeing messages on Facebook, so just don't, you know, just don't. But um, Or you can send them in to the email. So um, up to you. And then we can chat through those and try to get some laughs in yeah. for the next episode because yeah, lighten it up a little bit my god <laughs> so okay but cool well see you next time okay love you bye bye